Hello, welcome to Old Guard New Blood, episode 27. Today we're talking about French SEO uh, and doing SEO in France. I've got um, a fantastic lineup, I have to say. Thank you very much for coming on, guys. Why don't you just uh, introduce yourselves? Uh, Lydia, why don't you go first? Who are you and where do you come from? I'm very happy to be here. I'm Lydia and uh, I live in Paris and I started in the SEO in 2001. So I'm very young, as you can see. <laughs> but And I'm mainly um, really involved in the SEO industry regarding branding, content, and so and so on. So I'm very uh, happy to share uh, my view in France because I had the chance to work in a large company with a colleague based in UK and in US. And I really saw the difference between our French view and the speaking, the English speaking language country uh, when they are doing SEO. Thanks very much for coming on. You're gonna be. It's gonna. It's, it's gonna be. You're gonna be a perf, perfect in this. This. Uh, this group. Uh, Jason, why don't you go next? How are you, sir? Tell us who you are and where do you come from. I'm doing fine. Thank you very much, Dixon. Um, I'm actually English by birth and now French by adoption. I got my French nationality a couple of years after Brexit. Um, so I'm now officially French and English, so I'm allowed to talk about both uh, rudely, which is delightful. I'll try to be polite today. I started on the internet in 1998, uh, but I was a blue dog in a cartoon as opposed to being an SEO. I did SEO along the way, and I'm kind of new blood because I started SEO seriously in 2012, maybe. And I focus on brand SERPs and knowledge panels, how Google understands, how we can educate it, how we can get it to represent our brand the way we want it to when people search our brand name. And I've been doing that since about 2013. And it's my absolute joy and speciality. And I spend all day doing that and just that. And he's forever running tests on Twitter at the moment, tagging me for things yeah. I'm not quite sure, and, uh, which is uh, <laughs> but all very interesting. Thanks very much for coming on, Jason. Um, it's good to have Pleasure. you here, and, uh, uh, and and yeah, and thanks for uh, thanks for bringing CaliCube Pro to the uh, to, to the world as well. So. Rebecca, Please. hello, how are you? Who are you, and where do you come from? <laughs> I'm Rebecca. I work for OnCall. I'm the product marketing manager here. Uh, I've been in Bordeaux in the for the past uh, 15 years before that, I grew up in the US. I uh, got into SEO through copywriting and content marketing. And I'm now much more on the technical side of things. And uh, yeah, Oncrow, amazing technology. And thank you very much for coming on. And uh, I hope to see you in a couple of weeks. Are you coming down to Brighton SEO again in a couple of weeks? I will. I'll be in Brighton. I'll be riding my bike up. Oh, brilliant. Ah, okay. Ooh. I'm not taking my e-bike down. So uh, it's... Uh... Anyway. Hello. It's staying upstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Laurent, how are you? Where are you and where do you come from? I'm the anomaly in Matrix. <laughs> I do everything in reverse. Uh, I was born in France, but then I was educated in New York City, and I started with branding in back in the early '90s. Uh, so it's even very special because it's downtown New York City type of marketing, not for everyone. You know, more like guerrilla type of marketing, and then I moved on to SEO in 2003-4 so it's been 20 years of uh, amazing journey <laughs> I, and I think uh, you know you've, you've been a, a bedrock of the SEO industry in France for uh Sorry, mate. A long time. So, uh, so it's you. So it's you and Lydia in the old guard, and unbelievably, Jason 
and Rebecca in the new blood. So uh, there we go. So uh, thanks very much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Just before we get into uh, into the, uh, the the fun and games, uh, David, uh, I'm going to bring in David, my producer. Just check that I've covered everything and uh, and uh, make sure that uh, we're all we're all good to go. So this particular episode hasn't been recorded live, partly because at the time of publishing, we're going to have Brighton SEO. So it's good to be able to record everything beforehand with anyone going to Brighton SEO. If you would like to see the next episode live, just go to majestic.com slash webinars. Uh, we're going to have a great episode next time as well. A little bit more technical in focus. Uh, so majestic.com slash webinars is where to sign up for that one. I'll tell you more about the next episode later on in this one. Excellent. Brilliant. So guys, thanks a lot for coming in. I love that we've got people that have got experience of France and uh, and you know the US or England. Or, and, and so you've got this uh, this balance between, between the two. So you guys are going to know a huge amount. Uh, and I think it's going to be a very interesting uh, conversation. So let's, uh, let's jump in here and start with, uh, with question number one. If you, if people can't stay for, for 45 minutes, um, what one tip would you say that you've got to pay attention to uh, if you're going to do SEO in France? And Jason, you had one before we came on. I don't know if that's the one you want to go for. Or I'll let you go first. <laughs> oh, I don't even know which one I, I mentioned earlier on. I mean, for doing SEO in France, what I found uh, to be a really neat trick is to, for example, for feature snippets or for other rich elements like the video boxes, Twitter boxes, um, and all, all of that really rich stuff that Google's pushing into the SERP now, a really neat trick in France is to look at what's got a feature snippet or a, a people also ask or a video space on the UK or US markets and then just create the content in French. Uh, and it's a really neat way to get yourself a feature snippet of people also ask or a video box. Oh, that's a good little tip. I like that one. Rebecca, give us a tip. Um, I think I'd have to say brush up on your technical SEO. I think your average SEO Joe, if we can call him that, in France is often very solid on some of those things, at least compared to your average SEO in some of the other English-speaking countries. Okay, that's that's also an interesting tip, although uh, it does point to the fact that we're a little bit laissez-faire in the UK, possibly. So, uh, <laughs> excellent. I'm not pointing any fingers. I said English-speaking world. No, 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 it's all right. I'll point the fingers. It's all right, you know. Uh, Lydia, how are you? Give us a tip. Some tips. Um, I think in France, we are really mad about netlinking and how we build uh, backlinks. So I will uh, just suggest to build, to build a, an irresistible brand with a irresistible, irresistible content, with quality content and answers um, user expectation, because there is a lot of fight in the SERP in France due to a lot of buying links and so on. All right. Okay. So backlinks are a big thing in France. In that case, you know, it being a sponsored by Majestic event, then I think we'll uh, we might flip back to uh, to backlinks and talk about uh, uh, about the buying culture of backlinks in France. Um, preferably, can you tell me where to buy the best ones? No. All right. Okay. Uh, Laurent, uh, <laughs> what's your tip then? Come see me if you want to buy links. Uh, I, I have to because I just thought about a tiny one because Lydia used the word net linking so sometimes the french use english words that you don't understand it's link building in english <laughs> and, and there's a very funny story about that but anyway my tip is well the problem is, the main problem is you guys make 10 times more money for the same job you are smart about it um 
there's one zero missing on our on our, <laughs> the final line when when we ask for the for the for the check you know for the bill uh, clients um, okay so you guys are cheap is that what you're telling us so we, <laughs> well we we're, we're French you know it's <laughs> so I should be getting uh, French SEOs because they're better value for money let's put it the, the positive spin on it yep. oh yep, yep, yep well I think also there's a there's a thing in France as well isn't there I would guess a lot of SEOs in France are kind of that consultant status that legal consultant status where um, correct me if I'm wrong where, where rather than a full employee because it's because because um, SEOs like to do their own thing and they kind of go that way um, but but if you do that, then you you can only earn a certain amount of money before the French government decide to tax you all the way to the moon and back. Is that right? As a matter of fact, I, I moved away from France. I'm in a place called Andorra, which is next to France, but I pay barely any taxes. So, <laughs> and I bet Jason's still using British tax system as well. So. You know. <laughs> But for sure, for sure, for sure, everything you they take away like forty five percent of, of yeah. what you make. So yeah, but then again, you know, what, what? you get other things. Yeah, I mean, in, in France, the the independent status is actually, uh, from my perspective, you can start you get up to thirty six thousand euros a year before you have to start declaring VAT, then up to seventy two, I think it is, before you actually start having to. Lydia might know better, but I think they increased that. That but seventy two thousand before you actually have to start doing serious paperwork, and after seventy two thousand, I. Hit that and I had to create CaliCube, which had the happy consequence of me building the CaliCube Pro SaaS platform. So it did have a positive effect, the fact that I made too much money, which is nice. slightly strange to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and what I have noticed is that in France, you can be like a salary in a company and also be an auto-entrepreneur and working for small company doing SEO, like local SEO just for a restaurant and so on. So, you know, this is the really a, also present in the, for the students who are working on SEO by their own. They are selling some uh, advice to very, very small company. So I see that a lot as well, that somebody will be working on SEO or working with SEO and then on the side, they're doing something. They have some side project with a small independent status that's really driving either small companies or associations or even just research. And I think, I think that's the same in the US, that that's a very, very common practice. Not so much in the UK. I mean, it is there in the UK, but there's a, a, there's a feeling by British employers, I think, that uh, if you're working for you know, the company, everything that you do for the company, probably in your contract, is signed over to the company. And uh, it's a question of you know, who owns the IP um, and, uh, and stuff there. So there's definitely some differences. Anyway, let's move on. But that's interesting. I'll probably cover the business side of things. Uh, but uh, let's move on um, and start you know, and go to, to the, the word that you guys use for uh, SEO is, is referencement. Uh, which I understand means indexing. I thought it was referencing, but it's indexing. You, you told me before the start. Um, now, I wonder whether the fact that you guys are focusing on a word called indexing and we're focusing on a word called optimizing or ripping off Google, as some people might like to call it, does that mean that we've changed, got a different approach to SEO just in the language? Does that change anything? Or am I just making too much out of language there? Well, you don't get made fun of for saying that you are optimizing your SEO. You don't get? Because there's made fun of for saying you've optimized your SEO because you're not 
saying I optimisé mon optimisation. Mon, mon, mon optimisation de référencement. <rire> mon optimisation pour les moteurs d'argent. I think words are really important. Mm -hmm. I think like what you, when you say SEO, it's a part of SEM. So it means search engine marketing and SEO is how you do marketing in search engine. So when you say référencement, it means only indexing, which is okay. I will have my pages in Google index. So it's like very, uh, is reducing our impact when we are doing SEO properly. So I think it's really important to use the right words. And in France, we get some problem. Just have the, just make a, a test on Google Trends in France, comparing uh, content marketing and brand content in the same. And in the US, there is no reality in, uh, in brand content. It's only content marketing. And in France, we have a lot of terms like you have référencement naturel, référencement pays organique. It means okay. natural. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little bit confusing, you know, for some marketer. I, I, so I, I think in English we use all sorts of TLAs, as I call them, three-letter abbreviations, which tend to, like SEO and SEM, which tends to uh, also frustrate those that, you know, that, that, that want to be further in the industry. And then they just don't, you know, they just hear people on Twitter and Facebook Um, just coming in and using SF for screaming frog or, you know, or TF for trust flow. And just, they just kind of use these things and don't explain them in the middle of a tweet. And as if it's some kind of power trip that people are going on. I don't understand why people are not just plain with what they say. <laughs> I wish people would be uh, easier with language, regardless of whether it's English or French, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> Laurent, Jason, any thoughts on, uh, on language? Oh, yeah. For me, it's very simple. Anyway, nobody understands what we are doing, okay? That's <laughs> universal. So, 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 how I use it is very simple. When people say référencement, it's one type of buyer persona. When they use the word SEO, it's another type. And, well, it translates is when they use SEO, they know a little more about <laughs> They are usually in. Uh, they are usually in house or whatever. The référencement is usually the boss of the company or or he's a secretary or something like that. I want to sort of jump on what Laurent just said. That I see more and more use of SEO, so English terms mm. in exactly. French yeah. around everything that is SEO in France. So that might be a little bit what you're saying, Dixon. Sort of the thing that you have to know when you step in. So why are we not using French words for this? Another question. Is it an entrance barrier or is it really just we've adopted a different language? Yeah, I mean, I, I use English vocabulary an awful lot and I get caught out in France because people don't understand what I'm talking about because I should be using the French version. But it, from, from a, an English person who's learned French, I find it quite difficult to remember which terms I can use and which terms I can't use. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, my big advantage is now I'm focusing on brand SERPs and, uh, you know, what appears when somebody Googles your brand name. And that kind of gets me out of that référencement side of things because I can focus on branding and content and pushing a brand message out there and reaching your audience elsewhere and using Google uh, as a bonus. You repackage that content and present it to Google uh, in a way that Google can digest it so that Google will rank it and use it and show it to its users when they're searching for something for which you're relevant. 
um, which can, I've sidestepped, I think, an awful lot of the, 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 the referencement SEO kind of discussions. I don't really need to talk about it a great deal, which is lovely. Yes, uh, I just remember as I work for companies like uh, agency and for clients, I see the difference between the two. And most of marketer, uh, marketer director called it référencement. Because it's, you know, they have so much, so much channel to manage. Like référencement is the last one. So they, they say it référencement. They are not talking about <laughs> oh, SEO. Yeah. With a spit in their voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, are not, they are not talking about SEO, which is really for the industry, for the SEO industry, for the all the um, uh, res- acquisition um, are responsible in companies. They talk about SEO, but for the main direct marketing director, I heard more référencement than SEO. Just to be clear, they are scared of us even within the digital marketing industry. They, it's it's yeah, only they, you because you wear a black scared. hat, Laurent. That's right. <laughs> I'm part of the problem for sure. Okay, but don't, don't get, yeah, really, they are really scared of us. <laughs> no, but what you just said, Lydia, is something that we've seen as well, um, ah. that there are personas here in France that we don't necessarily see in other countries. Uh, for example, the, the marketing director. Mm. Most of the marketing directors are not going to be as hands-on in SEO as we do see in some agencies here. It's a very sort of a high-level hands-on, but they're yeah. still because involved. It, for them, it's still the voodoo well, thing, you know, yeah. like SEO druids mm. under the full moon cooking. <laughs> Which is <laughs> ironic, really, because marketing in the in the 80s was, was pretty down to voodoo as well, 70s and 80s. You know, they just kind of... <laughs> wave their hands and and magic supposed to happen so the marketing people were pretty voodoo-ish so now they're all directors they should damn well you know yep. get on get 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 on with the uh the, the program and understand us but it, in the 80s marketers got paid an absolute fortune and Laurent was saying we're underpaid so that's not fair well that was the 80s jason the 80s yeah the 90s until 2008 like everything was cool I, and now it's you. What up? I think we all believe that we're underpaid. Um, as second, we're in the paid. You know, it's a, it's a bit. A ne- we're never paid enough. No, but check check that that zero missing from like a French budget compared to UK or US budget. It's crazy. Well, that's yeah. Really. I mean, that's partly in, in. I mean, the fact that there's a lot more people speaking English. I suspect that for products that have a non-geographical boundary, they've got a much bigger playing field to play in mm. um, but the the other side of that is that by going deep surely uh, or going going into individual languages um, not just French but we'll go with French because it's the French session you know it, it's an opportunity surely for um, for you know traditionally English speaking no. companies no. to Dixon Dixon you make it, you make it way too complicated okay so we were at the beginning look at us um we, 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 like Lydia and I, well, set up, you know, the, the score. <laughs> and you <laughs> set up the, the bar. The score. Oh, the bar. <laughs> yeah, the bar, the bar. So, so um, we were just, I don't know, <laughs> doing things in the afternoon after lunch, after we drink wine. <laughs> you were just like, okay, da 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 da. <laughs> With your Excel files and. I see. <laughs> we messed I it up. I don't start. know. I don't know if that's true because, as Rebecca says, you know, the French are better at technical SEO, which which is you know, or, or, I mean, you know, your yep. average person coming out of school is is going to pay more attention to the technical stuff. No, but then then look at it. Okay, okay. we we drink, we have lunch, we drink wine, and in the afternoon, 
or it's hard to make money. But <laughs> French wine helps you go into the matrix. And what Lydia, we, I am a search engine hacker. That's what I am really at heart. I found the flaws that the other one make money on. <laughs> uh, if, uh, if you can go back to dark SEO team and look it up with, uh, with uh, what, uh, what Matt Cuss did uh, with us and so on. So, yeah, we, we find the flaws. <laughs> yeah, you're not, uh, so not everyone, you, though. You make I mean, if, if Rebecca's cycling from Paris, so from Bordeaux to Bordeaux to, to Brighton, from oh, from Paris to Brighton. Paris, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I couldn't get enough days I off I don't, for that I don't <laughs> suppose you're spending too much time drinking wine in the afternoon, Rebecca. No, that's not going to happen on that ride. <laughs> <laughs> so more in Nandora no, than Laurent. <laughs> yes, I think that there's something to what Laurent is saying. Um, I know there's been a lot of black hat or even gray hat pretty much everywhere. If we can, if we see a flaw, we'll take advantage of it. That's sort of our objective, how to get in the, to make sure that our content is in front of the people that need to see it. And if there's a way to sort of get through a back door, we'll take it. And I think that's true of SEOs everywhere. What I do see, what I specifically saw when I first really got into SEO in France was that there were some techniques that are considered seriously gray hat that were very, very prevalent here and that continue to be more so than in other places. I mean, we talked about link buying. Um, that's sort of a foundational strategy. Um, <laughs> personal blog networks. I was really surprised when I first started doing SEO how many brands were saying, well, yeah, of course we have a personal blog, blog network. Um, how are we going to work otherwise? Uh, so there are a couple techniques that are still floating around there that in some of the English language areas would be targeted by Google and not really be an advantage. Let's go on to backlinks because I think, uh, you know, obviously it's the, the mainstay of Majestic and uh, uh, and not surprisingly, Majestic has, uh, you know, uh, quite a few friends in France, which is good because uh, the French buy links, it would seem. Uh, not that uh, not that Majestic sell links we just we, we, we just we just track what's happening on the internet and show show people links but um why do you think this this came about why are why are the french so obsessed with with uh links that's the only thing that works <laughs> you say you say because it works well because that's the only thing that works yes. uh, you, you gotta build links uh, if you don't build links well good luck ranking <laughs> Well, I would like to disagree with that, in fact, because there is also, philosophically, if everybody's doing one thing, Google doesn't have a choice, so it's having to rank these things. And if you do something different, you're giving it a, a different choice. And link building is one of the examples that I would use, is that I've got two clients, both of whom rank very near the top or at the top for shorthead queries with no links at all. And they're no, doing course. it using topical authority. And I would argue that one of the reasons we're managing to do this is because everybody else is using links, Google is ranking those with links because it doesn't have a choice. And if you give it a choice of some quality content that doesn't necessarily have links, then you've, then you've got your in. Not always, but it's worked a few times for me. I think that something that's linked to that, if we can talk about linking <laughs> concepts, um, is the fact that Google will often roll out new strategies and particularly new technologies and NLP, whether we're talking about BERT or even MUM, mm. rolls out in English language first. So older techniques will work longer here mm. in some areas. Mm. The gap is closing. But um, there isn't as much new content or new strategies being taken advantage of at the moment. 
that content is lacking in France at the moment. It's we're starting to balance things. Like you said, you have two clients, Jason, Um, but I expect tomorrow you'll have a bunch more. Oh, I hope so. I need this, clients this, right now because I didn't suck. get the extra zero that Long always talking yeah. about. Now that they suck at branding. I, I come from branding. Remember? I come from branding. So I know I know what you're talking about. And I came full circle. I agree 100% with you. But trust me, every day, that's my that's my pain in the brain. They suck at branding. Period. So what do you do? Links. Lydia. Yes, yes. We are obsessed with link building in France and there is a lot of platform when you, where you can buy links and those links are related to content anyway. Yeah, you, you are buying text with links. It's not only buying links, you know, and there is no, it's, it's, um, it's a search engine view only. It's not a branding and or strategic view. And most of, um, of people uh, are confusing about that. I mean, they are producing content, relevant content in their company. But when we are talking about SEO, they say, okay, I need to buy links. No, maybe we can work on your content strategy to build link. Why? We have to buy them. We can build them with through your content strategy. So they make a, a, a huge um, uh, boundaries and separation between content on a way and links on the other way because we are maybe it's our fault we educate uh, the population like that to say okay search engine optimization is internal ranking criteria and external one and in the external one you have popularity which means backlinks well links is not all just about backlinks okay we'll come to that later <laughs> a link is a link anyway but yeah. Uh, I just, I just figured it out, guys. Just, just right now. It's very simple. <laughs> yeah, but you're talking to 25 years. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's very, very simple. In fact, you like why bother about something that's coming up in three to five years? Okay, in three to five years, yeah. Well, the SEO we knew in 2004 will be over in France and UK. Maybe it will work in Brazil or, you know, in like uh, Southeast Asia, in Malaysia, but, but it's done. Google won. We still have three to five years. So the French, when they'll be in front of the wall, well, they'll figure out something. Yeah. Uh, but it's like the metaverse. Everybody is tripping out about the metaverse. I'm tripping out about Google Lens. AR is here. VR mm-hmm. Okay, why do I care about VR right now? Yeah, but I, 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 I'm, I'm always a believer of, of, of trying to do what's going to come next, not what's here now. But that's probably well, because because well, of the kind of person I am. Well, I don't know. It's well, I mean, it's now for it's now Google Lens is just brand new. So by the time everybody is using it, uh, we'll be ready. You know, but of course we look at at what's coming up, but we are very clear about what do we need to focus. Basically, okay, that's what I wanted to say. Why do a great job when it works by doing half of the quarter of the job? Okay. <laughs> that's the French. No? <laughs> okay, more coming, about offense, less to... about defense then. Okay, sorry, Jason, carry on. No, just coming back really quickly, I mean, Lydia was talking about content marketing and branding. I mean, I've written this book here, The Fundamentals of Brand Search for Business. I'm making some headway in the English language community, but it's tough going. Uh, In the French community, I've made absolutely no headway at all. It's not in French, which is probably the first blocking point. But the idea of saying, if I'm building a company, a brand, a long-term business, I really should be focusing on 
what I'm doing for that branding online. And my personal opinion is now increasingly that SEO, Référencement Naturel, is the bonus that I get once I've created this great content that suits my audience. And the trick there, as I said earlier, is just to package it. So Google loves it, Google can digest it, and Google wants to present it and understands in which circumstances it can present it usefully to its users as a solution to their problem. So that brings me on, really, uh, to, to to a couple of other points I wanted to, to bring in, we'll sort of mend, mold them together, you know, uh, which is, you know, links is also about the content that's on the page of the links. So it's it's about, you know, content marketing, as in putting content in other places other than your own site, as well as your own site as well. Um, and then combined with that, when you are writing content, you know, is there a particular style of of writing in French that that works better in the search engines than others. So, you know, how do you go about, you know, getting that content and that messaging out on on other websites, which will get you your link and it will get you that content indexed and uh, and um, and I get we I, I get some. I get some amazing traffic from an oncrawl, a uh, couple of oncrawl um, blog posts, by the way. Uh, I thank you very much to Corey, uh, who's been doing some stuff uh, on your on your site, um, which uh, which is getting picked up very very well. Uh, and uh, so so yeah, I know I know what you know. Whatever Goncrawl's doing, it works. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it generates some some, it's some powerful all stuff. Yeah, and it's all content based. So, uh, um, you know, so so the questions are: How do you write content in French that's going to get understood by Google? And uh, how do you how do you place that content? Who wants to go with that? Well, uh, French the French language is complicated. We really saw at the beginning how how Google had trouble understanding just the the accents, you know, on the on the letters. It's it's really a pain. Uh, the average number of words in English sentence probably like six, seven words, something like mm. that. In in mm. France, is twelve, thirteen words. Yeah. Uh, we you you guys are very precise. Uh, a word means something very unique, and and in France, it could be. There's a guy who wrote a sent a book, three hundred page Philippe Solers, a three hundred page book with just one sentence. So I mean, you see that with. Um titles and descriptions as well. Where things get truncated, there's less information mm. if it's expressed naturally mm. than if it were in English. And I know that's been a frustration for some of our French clients who've really wanted to be able to work on what is the best description we can provide, what is the best uh, summarized content of this page, what is the best title we can give it. They're long. So, I mean, that does play in there. Well, there is a tendency for French sentences to be long, but I mean, one thing from my perspective, I mean, the English is such an international language that you also have the problem that different people from different cultures write English very differently, especially when it's their second language. And for me, that must complicate things vastly. Whereas French is relatively kind of enclosed in itself, at least in France. Uh, in our bathroom, we've got the, the rules of French grammar on one piece of poster that I'm supposed to actually learn. Um, and the other thing, I mean, from, from my perspective, that kind of means that French is more structured than English as a general rule when you look around the web. Um, but the advantage I have in French is my French isn't as good as it perhaps would be if I had been uh, schooled in French. And my English reaction is to tend to simplify and keep sentences short anyway. So maybe that's a trick. I don't really know because I'm not saying I'm ranking incredibly well in French, but the, the fact that I don't speak French so very well is perhaps helping me to simplify my language and keep it within Google's grasp, as it were. I think there is a, a difference then, there's more of a difference between writing for what we want to see on the SERP and writing for a normal person who's reading content. 
So obviously you really do want to write naturally. That's what's going to help Google be able to understand content. That's what's going to help readers want to stay on the page. It's what's going to earn you links. But sometimes I find that it can be difficult to use that content as a standalone to perfect what we want to see on the SOAP. So Lydia, I mean, you're a content specialist. I mean, do you, do you try and write in short sentences in French or do you let the, let, let the natural flow, French flair of long sentences roll out? Oh, yeah, it's complicated. I think we have to imagine several types of content, not only like we are talking about content in general things, but sometimes it's better to build a, a video, for example, to express exactly what we want to say rather than an article if we say that if we need it or if we, if we want to stick to the customer expectation. I think we have to play more with the, the diversity of content rather than in English. Or we can have everything on a page. Mm. I, I get, so from yeah. our point of view, we have to better choice, for example, a video in some cases. And we have to, to convince the client that content is not just a text or a web pages. It's also several things. So sometimes an image is better. I mean, we can optimize images, right? But um, we need to to have one content and then we can split it and create other content through, through, to answer one idea. I, 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 my, my French... Uh, French partner, uh, when he he writes, he tends to he tends to, to to use that on tables. So he'll use tables to simplify concepts and give nice little bullet points, which hopefully will end up in you know rich snippets in in stuff. So you know maybe that's a powerful tool in France to uh, to get beyond that you know problem of long sentences. But surely, surely the the the, the takeaway from there. Um, Rebecca would be, you know, the the customer's got to figure out how to write uh, shorter titles and descriptions that make sense in French. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So okay, it's be a cultural revolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's never going to happen, but we can try. So you know, well, this is this is the thing about optimizing, isn't it? Um, you know, I, Google goes around in English in, in English and says, look, write what's good for the user. But if you're sitting there and saying in French, writing what's good for the user is long sentences that then get curtailed in the SERP so they can't see the whole sentence so they can't understand it, then Google's got a problem with that, you know, because uh, they, they need to put longer snippets, I suppose, on the, on the French SERPs. The, the main problem is, okay, long sentences, accent, all this, but the nuance also. Uh, you know that Google is struggling, is struggling with nuance anyway, and and nuance is French is even more <laughs> more nuanced. <laughs> nuance. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, so guys, uh, what about uh, technologies? Uh, so so um, technologies and approaches. Now, Laurent, I mean, you you know a, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of French people, you know, you know, talk about topical mesh and, and I think that's your invention so uh, right or wrong and I don't know if the other three know or care about topical mesh but what, tell us a little bit about your, your topical mesh because it sounds to me a, a, a strategy that is used quite a lot in France. It's just a timing thing uh, you guys I mean discovered <laughs> uh, not discovered it was there I didn't invent anything I just put it in a form that people understood uh, what you call topical clustering or semantic SEO, 
that didn't exist. Uh, so I invented a word called cocoon semantique, which translates to semantic cocoon, but that doesn't mean anything in English. So I say topical mesh. But it's um, basically, topical clustering is not it. It's, it's, it's more, it's more than that. But basically it's about, we have a treasure of links that we don't use well. Internal ones. It's called, in, yeah, exactly, uh, internal links. So, so I said, why don't we, we want links? Why don't we <laughs> use wisely those, those internal links? And guess what? It works wonderfully. <laughs> so, so it's just magic when you, um, you take site, a website and you just do a proper internal linking and you do time 10x. Period. Okay, <laughs> which, which and it seems to be a good thing. But what about the technologies that people use in France? Obviously, Oncrawl oh. is big in France. Rebecca, um, you know, <laughs> give us your plug for Oncrawl. <laughs> oh, that one's a hard one not to do. <laughs> well, you, you know, just been bought out by an American big company, anyway, haven't you? So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but that's because they like French technology okay. so much. Yes, so right. yes. we have a lot of tools. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anywhere but from... Fine. Oh, no, but that one I'm not about to <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. For the benefit of the audience, Oncrawl and Bonafide. So we were talking about Oncrawl, sorry. <laughs> Go on. Oncrawl no, and Bright Edge now. But, I mean, there are a ton of other tools that we'd want to mention, whether we even want to talk about things like um, Babartech. Mm -hmm. uh, there are... An amazing number of French tools, often a little bit more on the technical side. Remember, guys, I told you we suck at making money. <laughs> we have the best tools in the world, the best. Yeah. Encore, uh, François is my buddy. Adrien, Botify, my buddy. Uh, Sylvain Perronnet, Babar, my buddy. Go to French. Uh, I'm, I'm going to throw in Kevin, in, Kevin uh, from SEO Observer. Yeah, uh, SEO Observer. Yeah. On FrenchTouchSEO.com, you got, you got uh, the best tools and you got surrounded. Uh, and it's, it's crazy because we have the best tools, but why do it in English, you know? So you've so you got the best tools and your marketing directors don't understand the concept. Do you think it might be the marketing directors that are the problem here? Uh, no, <laughs> no, they no, can't no, get the pricing yeah, right. They can't understand the technology. <laughs> if, you, if you take care of that in the afternoon, it's just not working. It's because of the wine, I told you, at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Brilliant. But and when you have when you have tools, it makes it consistent, you know, for director marketing. Oh. Yeah, uh, okay. they have, you have KPIs. You can explain things and uh, blocking factors. So it's interesting to have like the the, the proper view with uh, power tools. And if and if it, if it goes wrong, wait, they can blame the technology. You are using things that. Uh, other tools stole from us. Like, for example, what Screaming Frog has with the visualization of uh, mm -hmm. internal linking, that comes from, <laughs> okay, before before we had uh, Jiffy, Jiffy, uh, Java, mm -hmm. you know, okay, <laughs> we were the first to do those very nice uh, internal linking visualization. Uh, Yoast, the, the, how, how it corrects uh, live the content, that was wrong for win. Mm -hmm. We did first. So, so, we do some real revolution on the technical aspect, but we don't make so much money with it. Jason, are you, is Calicube in French? 
<laughs> oh dear, that's oh, a, yeah. <laughs> there, there are two problems with CaliQ Pro is one, it's not in French, and two, same problem as well, not making enough money. But I actually did develop it um, multilingual in terms of the interface and just gave up because there's simply not enough interest in this particular technology. And it might be because the French community is much more used to the technical uh, aspect, the technical tools, and this is very much a, a semantic uh, ma brand management tool, ORM even, online reputation management, pretty close to that. Um, so I actually dropped the, the, the duality of language in the front end because developing multilingual platforms is actually more than twice the work. It's like having kids. They say when you get the second kid, it's more than more work than double the first one. Um, and same with same with the multilinguality. So if people want to use the CaddyQ ProSats platform, you can use it in pretty much any uh, Latin character language, as long as you're willing to use a, an English language interface. Fair enough. That's <laughs> fair enough. That's fair enough. I think it's enough. Well, I'm going to say it's fair enough. I, have well, to. <laughs> I, I am all on my own developing <laughs> yeah. it. So yeah. kind of it's, it's, a, it's amazing enough, what I you can do on your own as a pass, 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 isn't it? Uh, so yes or no. Okay, but, guys, we're, we're nearly getting. Yeah, yeah, just, okay. just just one word, like because I didn't precise the fact that. This whole topic of meshing is the number one strategy in France that everybody is really up there about internal links. And there's a lot more to do on your side of the pond. You know? We've seen that with internal links and the way people use internal links in OnCall. Mm -hmm. So we have a bunch of mm -hmm. metrics. We even have some of the first um, metrics in the, in the industry related to internal links and how we measure popularity throughout a mm -hmm. website. And... That is one of the first topics that I encountered in SEO in France. Yeah. Um, uh. Not only Laurence uh, Cocon Semantique, but also in links and internal linking meshes in my age. Of course, yeah, Majestics, just, just for the benefit of, the, of, the, uh, of our sponsor today, of course, Majestics Flowmetrics, uh, although they, uh, they are looking at backlinks, they do do the maths through internal links as well. So if you're, you're listening oh, and you're... Uh, it's, uh, it, it's even more than that. Um, everybody is going after, after in all kinds of metrics. The TTF, the topical page rank, topical trust flow, is the key. I think so. That's my starting point. But then point. we're biased here at uh, Majestic. Uh, <laughs> no, but the topical page rank, yeah. okay? Yeah, topical page rank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is the, 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 the yeah. you know... The, maybe, I'll, maybe, the to maybe, to maybe, top, maybe topical trust flow is a simplification of topical page rank. But there we go. It's a, it's exactly. a exactly. sorry attempt at it. Um, uh, okay, guys, look, we, we, we're at, nearly at time already. So uh, just before I ask everybody, you know, how they, how, how they can get in contact with you if they want to. David, um, why don't you come on and tell us what's happening on the next show. So next month's episode will be broadcast live on Wednesday the 4th of May at 5pm BST, 6pm French time. And that will be on Machine Learning for SEO with Lazarina Stoy and Giovanna Angulo. That's going to be, as I said, on the 4th of May, 5pm BST. Just go to majestic.com slash webinars to sign up for that one. Uh, that's going to be really interesting. So that's fantastic. Um, so, uh, guys, thank you very much for coming along today. Uh, it's been fascinating. I, I couldn't have thought of four better people to to um, bring on for this subject. You, you know, you guys have got um, such a good knowledge of both 
both sides of the, I say the pond, or but you know France and 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 either the UK or the US markets, and so uh, it, that's been really powerful. Um, if people want to get hold of you, how do they do that, Laurent? Where do you, where, where, why don't you go first, guys? Go to SEO's Conspiracy Podcast and. With your very own Dixie <laughs> Jones, we debunked all the SEO myth. But check it out. Yeah. I'm French. So we started out a good thing, then summer happened, and then I kind of stopped. But I'm going to reboot it. <laughs> we, we got a whole year's supply of SEO conspiracies. Yeah. Uh, and the there. topical messages in there. So yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Thank you. SEOconspiracy.com. <laughs> Rebe- <laughs> Rebecca, how do they find you? You can find me with OnCrawl. Um, so Rebecca at OnCrawl.com, or you can catch me on Twitter, which is Reb Burpel. And for those that haven't got a screen in front of them, it's Rebecca with double C. And Jason, yes. uh, where do they find you? Well, the whole point of brand SERPs is that when you search a brand name or a personal name, what should appear is the brand message (laughs) and also multiple ways that people can interact with the business or the person. So if you search Jason Barnard, you'll see my site, Twitter, uh, videos, articles, uh, the knowledge panel on the right-hand side. You can pretty much tell my life story from the brand SERP. You're a named entity now, huh? He's pretty (laughs) much, yeah, well, he's more than a named entity. It's pretty impressive, actually, that uh, that brand SERP. Yeah. But in fact, the important thing in that, sorry, is is really that the brand set, when you search my name or CaliCube, it gives you, the person who's interested in me or CaliCube, the choice of how you interact with us. And that's the point of what Google's trying to build with a brand set. Represent the entity, represent the brand, and give the user who's interested in that brand the options of how they want to interact with that brand. And I choose to interact with you on a webinar with Majestic. So today great choice <laughs> Lydia how do they get hold of you oh you can find me on Google like Jason said <laughs> so you just type my name and my surname and you find first my LinkedIn uh, uh, pages I'm really uh, present on LinkedIn or on Twitter so it's quite so easy to for find. those who don't have a screen Lydia is spelled with a Y L Y D I A and Azor is A R Z O U R see people say exactly. that and forget that they're on a podcast <laughs> Okay, brilliant. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, Honestly, fantastic uh, session. Uh, Loved it. Um, Got renewed, renewed interest in in, in France, except I can't get any customers to pay for stuff. But uh, I guess uh, I guess I can have to sort of uh, brush up on my affiliate marketing skills and and make money for myself. So, guys, thank you very much for coming along today. Thank you. Thank you, everybody out there in Webinar Land, and see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. you.